Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Welcome to episode number seven of the Play It By Ear podcast. Welcome, Mr. Griffin. Hello. Mr. Liming. Hello. This is a very special episode of the Play It By Ear podcast by popular demand, or so I'm told. It's never been demanded of me, but my co-hosts say it has been demanded of them, so we're going to do it. And And, and really, it only takes one demand for us to count (laughs) as a popular demand. (laughs) That's true. We're pretty easy to suggest. (laughs) Yes. please, Please talk to us. Uh, if if you have one voice in our world, that's popular demand. Uh, but the popular demand today is the Brown County Fair very special episode of the Play It By Ear podcast. So we are going to spend our time today talking about different aspects of the Brown County Fair and our memories of the fair and uh, maybe some changes that have happened over the years and uh, how it's different as a 40-something-year-old versus a uh, elementary or high school student. Now... We want to make this very clear for our international listeners. By the way, we are very excited to know, to find out that Play It By Ear podcast has been heard on three continents now. Actually, four. We've got a listener in Poland. We have listeners in Uganda, Africa, and we have listeners in Japan. So um, this is going to qualify. The Brown County Fair is a huge cultural event in our neck of the woods here in southern Ohio. It is nicknamed the Little State Fair. It is huge. Because it is the largest state fair. The largest county fair in the state. See, I did it again. <laughs> did it again. <laughs> county seat of Ohio. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah it, and it's held in late September, which gives it kind of a, a unique positioning as far as county fairs. A lot of those are in the summertime. Or, uh, Do we know it's not the largest state fair? Uh, I, I don't know. It could be. <laughs> uh, we'll take your word for it, I guess. No, I can't tell you. I've been told that it is the last county fair of fair season yes so so again uniquely positioned so yes there there are a lot of things that come together to allow the fair to be a very big happening not just here in brown county or in the brown county area but uh, around the state as well so we're going to talk about different aspects of that memories that we have um things that make it unique and when you grow up in brown county and we'll talk about this later but you get off of school for the week and I can't tell you, we've all probably been made fun of because we get, you guys get the whole week off for the fair, you know. Yeah, like you're, you're a bunch of hillbillies, you get the week <laughs> off for a county fair. Yeah. Well, I guess that's probably true, but yeah. at the same time, very unique. Yes. The difference is, is that we don't get a fall break. Right. You know, like a lot of districts do. We go to the same amount of days. It's just. Right. Just positioned differently. Yes. Okay. So with that, uh, we have kind of gone a different direction than us each having a topic we've kind of come up with the three topics together kind of flesh these out and we're going to approach the fair through a chronological order sort of uh, thing with the topics and i'll throw it over to brady and he'll have topic number one okay we can't talk about the brown county fair without its deep impact on us all so we're just going to call this segment drama and heartbreak brown county fair drama and heartbreak now, keep in mind, we, we talk about these things as Brown County Fair, but 
this could honestly, some of it could be any fair or any big gathering of... Uh, or festival of any kind. Uh, exactly. So this, this could be one of those things that's kind of across the board. Yes. Fair drama was always thick because of young love. Um, I know for us, uh, your humble hosts, the Brown County Fair usually provided our first quote-quote dating interaction. It was a big deal when you got old enough and wanted to. Now, you know, when girls stopped being those things, like I said, that you wanted to, uh, you know, torment and bother on the playground, was like, hey, I want to hang out with this girl. She's pretty cool. So we would ha- there would be that big moment where you would ask a girl to go to the fair with you and ride rides and take things in. And, of course, that being young love, and young love is fickle, shall we say. And um, Love is fickle in general. Yes. But. Yes. Yes, very much so. Um, I could start off my experience with this was it was sixth grade. Yes. And that is when I became a dating yeah, I want to ask a girl to go to the fair. And I did. I set my goals high. And um, I asked this girl to go to the hang out at the fair with me. And um, it was. Now, a- now let's, let's put this in perspective here. Back when we were in elementary school, there were two elementary schools in our district. Yes. We went to Sardinia. Go Zephyrs. Go Zephyrs, yes. You ask a girl to the fair from the other elementary school. Russellville yes. Elementary. The Ramblers. <laughs> Ramblers. We were in band together. So um, when we would be practicing for the parade event, you know, we would cross pollinate, if you will. The two schools would come together. And, uh, you know, sixth grade was the first year that we were exposed to these new girls. And they caught my attention. And so I asked her to go to the fair. And me being the unknown quantity and her being the unknown quantity, she said yes. And it was a glorious romance of young love. It lasted one ride of the tilt the world. <laughs> she took off to go get a drink to meet up with another friend, and I don't. You think did I, put that in air quotes. To I, I put that in. Yeah, yeah, to go to go to the Pepsi stand or something. And I think I saw her again two months later at another band practice. <laughs> um, so well, yeah, it was I, harsh. You know, I don't remember having those fair heartbreaks at that young of an age i will say that but definitely it was coming it was coming for us it, it and some friends we used to always say that you know you hadn't lived until you've been dumped at the fair oh dumped absolutely at the Brown County fair. and here's what i think it was i think the dynamic was this first off you learn very quickly that you never get a steady girlfriend right before fair because that you know it's not going to last through fair typically and here's why because you had so many schools coming together from brown county so your your girlfriend or your boyfriend that I get you know would have had plenty of other options that they don't normally have to spend time with and to you know <laughs> Eric knows what's coming a fair it is a variable smorgasbord orgasbord orgasbord um Charlotte's web reference yeah. so I, I remember my buddy Damon and I we got my I don't know my junior year senior year maybe we we got dumped at the fair together like <laughs> at the same time yeah, like we went there with well we didn't go there with but we went there we met up with our significant others and we were dumped together by like in the same sitting like, like yes like you know we're breaking up with you guys type thing like one two three we're, break, we're breaking up, up with you. yes and you know being an eastern person uh you know no offense to 
Georgetown graduates. Oh, plenty of offense toward Georgetown. <laughs> but, I'm kidding, Georgetown fans. But, you know, we were kind of rivals, and it always seemed like us Eastern gentlemen lost our girlfriends to Georgetown folk. That's, at least that's the way it always seemed to me. So it was, you know, I could I could deal with getting broken up for for another, for an Eastern grad, for a buddy, you know, somebody you knew. But it was it stung a little deeper getting dumped for G-men. Those darn G-men. <laughs> G-people, <laughs> if you're... Well, and, and then there's the whole, like you said, the dynamic with the schools. So you had Georgetown Eastern that were... Like, to use your word, cross-pollinating, I guess, more so. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Ripley, which there are a lot of Ripley and Eastern people that, yeah. and maybe I don't know about Ripley and Georgetown, but, I mean, we knew a lot of Ripley people being Eastern people. Then you had Western Brown, who seemed to be kind of off by themselves, as far as I could tell. Although mm-hmm. I did cross into that pond once. I, I, uh, and I, you're, got, and you're I pretty quickly the- thrown out of that pond. Yeah, pretty much. That was my, I got thrown out of every pond, it seemed like. But, like, yeah, I did, do remember when I hung out with a Western male person. But you know who I never hung out with? Fayetteville folks. Well, and then you beat me to it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting because my son's sitting in the room. His mother is a Fayetteville graduate. We got married, but I didn't know his mother in high school. She was a year younger than me. I didn't really know any Fayetteville people in high school. I We never really hung out with Fayetteville people for whatever reason. I don't know why, but. And for the record, it wasn't any malicious thing. We just, I didn't know anybody from Fayetteville. Well, now I have to tell a story on, on Jennifer. Because <laughs> she, she would always get upset because she would be at the fair showing animals or whatever. She had sheep at the fair. And uh, she would say that she had friends from Eastern who she played basketball against. And they would look at her and say, well, why are you here? Fayetteville's not in Brown County. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would make her mad. They, they thought Fayetteville was in Highland County. So I, I don't know. It, again, it was just kind of funny the way. You know, that that's, that seems to be out. something that stuck because, you know what, we graduated six years. I graduated six years after. What year did you graduate? 89. 89. I graduated in 95. I don't know any. I never knew anyone from Fayetteville. Never knew, you know, played basketball against them is about all I knew. And, and I remember some of the ball players. I won't mention any names, but. That's all I knew of them are the ones who yeah. played basketball. But there were a lot – when I taught at Lynchburg, there were a lot of Lynchburg people that hung out with Fayetteville people, even though it's different counties. But, again, maybe it's just a geography thing because Fayetteville's be. up on the panhandle. But Could be. But, but yeah, I, it, you, you know, I remember getting dumped. I don't ever remember doing any dumping at the fair, <laughs> so to I, speak. Well, I mean – yeah, uh, us gentlemen, we always seem to be on the uh, – we were always the dumpies and never the dumpers. Yeah. Okay, so here's another interesting – and we talk about how things change. Um, and Todd, being younger than us, we talked about different things that we had experienced as elementary students where we actually were put on a bus taken to the fair on school day, quote-unquote, and we were kind of – Say okay, here you're at the fairgrounds. Meet us back here at the buses at three o'clock, and we were just kind of left to our own devices. That would never happen today. Never happened today. Yeah, one of those hey, it's the good old days things. But, yeah, and I don't remember anyone ever getting in trouble. Oh no, because I mean, where could you go in the fair? Like, it's not like you wanted to escape the fair because you waited all year for it. It was like a you know walled in glory. You you stayed there, so you know. But still, I I never got in any trouble at the fair, nor did I go looking for trouble. I would say that the two 
categories of drama at the fair were relationship, you know, breakups. You know, and the funny thing was is you would you would get broken up with and then ten minutes later you would see that person holding hands walking oh, around yes. the, you know, with, with their the <laughs> new person in their life. But that in fights. You know, I, yeah. I I still remember there were people who went to the fair to fight. That's all they wanted to do. And you know, it, for those of us who weren't fighters, it was a matter of trying to not hang out with the wrong people. And I was not so lucky. I got into a couple little crowds of people that were sought after at the fair for a good old uh, Donnie Brook. James, buy me a key. Oh man, um, uh, look, it never happened. I mean, ever you know, but but it's just that that seemed to be the, always the thing. Like you were going somewhere to watch a fight. I never will forget. I'm standing there, kind of behind the grandstands. And I'm sure we'll talk about the grandstands here in a little bit, but I'm standing behind the grandstands, and there is a rather large gentleman with a dog on a leash, huge dog, a Rottweiler, I believe, or a Rottweiler or a Doberman, I can't remember exactly, and another person there, and they were arguing, and it was getting pretty intense, heated, pretty heated, and how old, how old was this person? This these would have been, I mean, I would have probably been 16. I'm guessing they would have been early 20s to mid 20s they were yeah. they weren't kids right and big big guy with this dog and this other kind of you know bigger guy arguing and the guy with the dog just simply stops gets in the other guy's face and says i'll eat you, <laughs> I'll eat you. and everybody around is like oh he, he just oh. he gonna eat him i mean you know like <laughs> and and the guy like you could he he wise you know he wisened up real quick and it's like well, this isn't, he didn't this want isn't to be over. eaten. No, this isn't over, man. I mean, of course, he, the guy who said, if a guy tells you he's going to eat you and he has a big dog on a chain that probably could eat you, it's probably it's best to steer clear. Best to steer clear, yeah. But he it, didn't say my dog will eat true. you. That's true. I'll eat you. That's a whole different level of. Yeah. If you're out there listening, gentlemen who told another person <laughs> that you were going to eat, I, I hope you've managed to not eat anyone and that, um, you know. With some Kiani and some fava beans. <laughs> Yeah, always a good fight, always a good breakup. It, you know, it, it's just nothing like getting dumped in you know, the pig barn or the cattle barn. Or It seems like the dumping always happened around the grandstand area because you would get dumped in front of the grandstand or behind the grandstand, and then they would go rally with their new paramour at the, um, you know, at the rides. Well, it never failed. If you If you wanted to see someone, you would spend the whole evening looking for them but once you got dumped i mentioned seeing them but you would see them every single you would see them every lap yeah that you made around the, the 10 fair. times the rest yes of the exactly holding hands with the other person oh yeah and and of course the the girl would have a giant stuffed animal on her shoulder <laughs> good poison mirror yeah uh, and all i wanted was uh one of those uh band mirrors like i said that was yeah a hidden drug mirror. reference yeah, I, I uh I sucked at that. We'll talk about games later, but yeah, I could only win the ones where everybody won a prize. Uh, we can't mention drama. Like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but it's a very distinct memory. And I make a lot of jokes about childhood trauma, but I was not an anxious, overly anxious kid. But you always saw the people, the drama causers, kind of look like um, extras from the outsiders. Where they would have the white T-shirts with their, you know, rolled up sleeves with the cigarettes in them and greaser hair, you know, like <laughs> greaser style hair. And, it, you know, I had distinct memories of like trying to not make eye contact because if they saw somebody looking at them, they're like, what are you looking at? You won't fight. That kind of stuff. 
And I'm not making this up. Do you guys remember that? Like these gangs of toughs? <laughs> Toughies, baddies. <laughs> Greasers. So, so Brady, would have you been a, if you, you wouldn't have been a greaser, would have you been a soch? I probably would have ended up being a soch. You know, but I was, I would have been like a, what do you call it? Social training, a priest. It would have been my pre-sociers. An apprentice? An apprentice social, uh, because, so. I mean, I, I remember these things when I was like third, fourth, fifth grade, seeing these, like I said, these outsider clones. So how were they looking at you and saying, hey, what do you look at? You want to fight? I would say they were between the ages of 14 and 17. And I would say that they pretty much all fit the same stereotype uh, that I, I mean this is the days where you know you could buy cigarettes when you were 16 and all that kind of deal and i would say that they were not well supervised at home and i would say that they probably were prone to some shenanigans and some uh what do you call it uh that they were on a first name basis with a lot of the local police law enforcement yeah <laughs> so i think another thing that maybe fed into the young love thing that you were talking about is those of you that are out there and remember growing up at the fair, you remember that it provided opportunities for doing risque things like hand-holding. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because you never usually had that opportunity, you know? So now you have dark rides. You have rides where your hands are hidden. You have uh, spook houses or whatever. Uh, <laughs> this sound like my dad. <laughs> Murph <laughs> land. <laughs> <laughs> fun houses with you know you had all kinds of opportunities now to to hold hands and, and i'm not going to get you know r-rated here i mean it was good clean fun but yeah you, you just that was your opportunity right and you could do it to a, a soundtrack a good rock and roll rock and soundtrack you know i think that's that had a lot to do with it and probably had a lot to do with the fact that why so many breakups happen too Right. Now, you bring up a whole different thing, and I don't know if that was a fair thing or a festival thing where you had the the sound-alike brand of things. The knockoff. Yeah, not Smurfs, but Murfs without it, it, the S. We, we were not kidding. Um, it, they looked like Smurfs. They were blue. But because of copyright infringement, it was Murfland. <laughs> With Murfette and Papa Murph. You're and, Murfing me. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, can't make this up. Or one of our favorites that we always joked about, Eric, you, you know what I'm thinking. Um, when the Batman movie, the Michael Keaton one came out, and it would have the insignia, the Batman insignia, but they would spell Batman with two N's to get, so it'd be Batman <laughs> to get around the copyright. Again, but I don't think that was a fair thing. I think that was a festival thing. Festival thing. The, were the, the were Sardinia the Murphs, Festival. So the Murphs were at the... Which is probably a whole other topic. Yeah. Were the Murphs not at the fair? Because I don't remember the Murphs. Oh, they were at the fair. Really? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, it, I, I could... And it may have only been one year, but... It was. There, there was definitely Murph. Murph, there was, yes. Did, yes. And URF. E- even our fifth, sixth grade selves like laughed at the ridiculousness of that is like come on who are they fooling like we could even look at as 10 and 11 year olds and say that that can't be legal (laughs) (laughs) something wrong with that there we can't we got to talk about another aspect of fair drama um you know i got connected with one of my best friends for life um who i did not know because of at that moment because of fair drama 
and um, I had a, a, a mutual acquaintance, and he, um, the the girl that I was hanging out at the fair with, this soon-to-be friend was hanging out with her friend, and anyway, um, he got sick on the tilt-a-whirl and proceeded to vomit on the girl's <laughs> shoes and got promptly dumped. And I just remember, it's like, man, you okay? And then, you know, a few weeks later at the basketball games, like, hey, yeah, I remember he was like, and we got to be lifelong friends because of that. So shout out to Doug. Got yes. to be my friend because he vomited on a girl's feet. He vomited then promptly dumped. That, yes. That's a bad day right there. That, was a, that is a bad day. He got dumped too that day? Yeah. See? Yeah. Immediately. Never, never fails. Immediately after the if vomitus. You know, we always ask that our listeners chime in, comment, send messages. This topic, we, it begs for it because we would love to hear from anyone who ever got dumped. Don't need to use names. Yes, yes. If you got dumped at the Brown County Fair by some Murph hole, or if, <laughs> Hot you, dog if, handle. if, if, if you were the person who dumped someone, we'd like to hear about it. There's probably been enough years go by now that it's, it's okay to talk about. So. Yeah, it's not an open wound yeah. anymore. We'll provide that safe space for you to talk about fair dumpings of course i also heard the story about one of the toilets collapsing one of the older uh where you walked in and you did your business into a pit basically <laughs> and, and this the, is a uh, third world country <laughs> the, the the rotten wood uh, gave way and someone fell into the pit ah um i, I that. think that was true did they make it i, I don't know like, yes i think there was a hefty settlement yeah i'd I'd always heard that now i can't say for sure Uh, i I mean you know i remember talking about that you know because we heard about it uh, we were kids and we discussed it's like oh man she probably got cuts and she probably got infection because she was you know neck deep in sewage are we talking like because back when it was just a basically a wooden box (laughs) but they they were nice enough to put a fancy the, the black uh Toilet toilet seats. Remember those? <laughs> yeah, on yeah. wood. I mean, it's right. like if there's ever been the epitome of you can't polish a turd or uh, what's the saying? Uh, <laughs> you can't, so to speak. Yes, I mean you can't Put lipstick take, on a pig. Yeah, you're exactly. Yeah, you're using the bathroom into a wooden box. Doesn't matter if it has a brand new shiny <laughs> American standard toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, man. I think we've done all we can do to that topic. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> Uh, atmosphere, which I maybe we kind of got a little bit into atmosphere there with that uh, particular discussion, but we can uh, kind of expand upon that a little bit. And again, just to give you a little background, this is late September. Schools kind of went back and forth. We talked prior to recording here that at times we got off the whole week uh, toward the end of our school career, and they still do get mm-hmm. off the entire week. Uh, there were times during our school career where you went monday and tuesday uh actually we at some point in time were carried over to the fairground in buses and let out to play and it was counted as a school day yes uh when we went over there it's a cultural activity right so uh, again in the days before standardized testing and all that sort of thing that kids could be kids darn it that, that was a school day so the atmosphere has certainly changed over the course of the years but certain things have still exist today that have existed always and one of the first things you see during fair week is the parade and a, a big 
to do with the parade. I mean, you're talking, I mean, you could sit there and watch it even today, and it, it's literally two and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Constant, Monday nights. Monday night, constant politicians, vendors, bands, hillbillies, and the jalopies that would backfire. <laughs> Horses, uh, various military equipment. Sh- you know, shooting water out into the streets. I saw that this past year. Yes. We've so, uh, got the I said fire trucks, things like that. Right. I don't know if you said that or not? Yeah. Um, my father. It, it, it became a you know part of our family legacy. Um, my dad's nineteen sixty three Ford Galaxy convertible um, that you know kept for years immaculate, and he would always be approached to carry various festival royalty and politicians in the um convertible which, which brings me to a question i don't think i've ever asked you this but it it has come across my mind a few times you had every single year your father was carrying and i'm talking during your school years your father was generally carrying a rather attractive queen in his car yet you never rode in the car did you with him no because i was in band i had to march but even before that you didn't well, well, I guess you didn't really probably care well, much no, about no, that. Well, no, no, no. It wasn't too young. In fact, I'm going to go as far as to say he didn't start carrying royalty until I graduated, went really? to college. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, because, well, like I said, A, I would have never got to participate because I um, was busy. You know what, Eric? I'm going to have to – I get the feeling I might have driven in the parade once. I th- I thought I remembered you being in some parade. I don't know that it wasn't the Sardinia, the, you know, the 4th of July parade. It might have been, but I remember driving that car in a parade once. There's our Johnny Dangerously reference there, Joe. I've driven the parade once. 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 <laughs> um, but, yeah, parade night on Monday was always a big deal. There was a lot of dignitaries, the senators, people running for various offices, and um, where we said the marching, and... Uh, Yes, we were band nerds before there was band nerds. I want to go on record saying that band's kind of making a resurgence now, though. It is. It is. You know, we I had a conversation about this the other day. My brother, who's a few years older than you guys, he yeah. graduated in 84, you know, I can remember watching, the bands would be huge. Yeah. And it was a big deal. It was a big thing. And then and he was a percussionist. Yeah, a percussionist. Mm-hmm. And, and something happened from the time he went away and you guys came through. And then I, when I was coming up, to where it wasn't as cool anymore. It's very sad. And I, I agree, it's coming back because uh, it's definitely cool to be in the band. And Because in college, I would tell people, it's like, no, we didn't have band nerds because, like, our homecoming queen and they were band kids. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was commonplace. Like, at homecoming, the band would play at halftime of the game, and you'd see basketball players out there in uniform playing in the band. Yes. At, at halftime. I only have, I briefly shared this. I have one memory of the fair parade marching in it and we were uh i only i was only in band a couple years and i this was one of the times i remember marching and we must have been as a percussion i was in percussion and we must have been lagging behind or just not just not looking <laughs> our sharpest and i remember hearing you know you're, you're you're ignoring the people that are watching and you don't really see him or hear him but i remember hearing a voice a very distinct voice uh, kind of getting on us about you know, get it together, boys. You know, come on, come on now, come on. You're holding people. You know, whatever they were saying, and uh, you know, just that's my one memory. It's like this is a coach, and they. I guess you can't stop coaching just because it's you know it's not during a game. And there are certain know, voices there are that certain will always voices. pierce the crowd. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. 
Um, it, along with parades, you know, uh, we would always have a couple band members that would pass out. Yes. It became a thing to faint and pass out. I, now, I never quite understood why, because it's not like it was the Death March of Bataan, where, you know... It was a pretty lengthy march. Though. It was a pretty well, lengthy march. Well, but. also, because I was going to touch on this about... the We haven't talked about the weather much. We'll talk to, about here in a little bit how important the weather is for the fair. But it can get pretty warm until the sun goes down during this yes. time of year. So I can remember many a day is going to the fair and you're in a t-shirt and burning up during the day. And then that night you're bundling up because it gets cold. So it could have been a, a matter of being overheated too. Cause the fair probably start, or the parade probably what started at four, five o'clock, five, five, five o'clock. So yeah. it could have been a little heat along with the overall yeah. length. Now on the other hand, you could be freezing your anus off because there would be some nights where it'd be rainy and cold. Oh yeah. Right. And uh, so, which, I don't want to steal. Can I go ahead and mention? Um, we have a local term that us Brown County folks, us Brown County kids, um, we say, oh, it's kind of like fair weather. No, I don't mean as fair as a good, but like F A I R, Brown County fair weather. Sorry about messing up my spelling there. Got in my own head. But same way. Fair weather. Fair weather, if I could describe it, is. <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought. It's F-A-R-E derailing. would be like pay, paying a price. Yes. Yes. But um, I, I heard that train derail. <laughs> that, that trail. I, I think exactly what you're right. trying to say is that the weather could be anything. And when I think fair weather, I think of being in jeans and a t-shirt until about five or six o'clock and then yep. you would have to wear a sweatshirt or a jacket well and to us this would have been when we were brought up because you know we, i've mentioned in prior episodes where we were brought up in the 90s and grunge was the big thing so flannel started making a big i guess comeback so we always called it flannel weather right. and, and you know and so that's when you got the flannels out it was jeans and flannels for us as, and then i think that eventually was replaced by hoodies but, and no self-respecting 80s graduate would wear flannel. <laughs> no, no, we Ever. would not. Nothing wrong with a good flannel. There's everything wrong Unless, with a good flannel in well, the early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. When well, it started to come about, it would have been 92, 93, 94. Yeah. You had to buy good flannels because the bad flannels, they'll like rub off on the back of your neck. <laughs> and um, the, you know what I mean? The color will. will I, it's too firm you know? of a flannel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Firmal. Anyway, <laughs> back to the parade. Yes. Uh, we would march in band, and I think you even said one year you rode in the bus yes. because it was raining. Yeah, and you played out the window of the bus. <laughs> yeah. How did you? Hard, how did you throw a drum? I was going to say it's hard to aim your snare drum out the window. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't think when we did it was the Brown County. I think it was a parade for um. What was the the Russellville? Oh, uh, Reeds Park. Uh, Reeds Park horse uh, festival. The horse festival. Some yeah, kind of draft horse. Festival. Draft. Yeah, horse it was festival, that that we it. did the yeah. same idea though. But I remember right. thinking, you know, this is. This has to sound better out there than it does inside this bus. <laughs> oh, my. I can't imagine. That bunch, must sound like a gunshot well, going off in a bus. You have a bunch of first and second year band students <laughs> just beating the hell out of whatever they whatever they can get a hold of inside the bus. So, uh, band-wise, as far as the fair goes, uh, the, all the county bands would be in full uniform, marching the parade. And then once you get to the fairgrounds, the whole parade will go around the ring. And then the bands at the end, and once the, all the parade entries have gone around the ring the bands would march in and play a few songs which is to me it was a highlight because i mean the thousands. grandstands were always literally oh, yeah. thousands of people yeah. in the grandstands 
you know, standing around on the ground. And you, you brought your A game for Brown County Fair yes. Night and Band. That's when you pull it out all the performance steps. And, and there was one point in time, and I think it had gone away by the time we came through, but when your brother was there, Todd, they actually had a competition, and they chose the best band. Really? Yeah. Yes. And that had gone away. Um, and then that was pretty heated. Yes, the the Eastern versus Western band rivalry because we were the prime bands. No offense to anybody else, but 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 we went to state competitions and things like that. Well, we did field shows. Georgetown didn't do those, but parades. I mean, the the fair was the highlight of their band season as yeah. far as marching band goes. So they were always in the mix there too. They yeah. Well, why don't you? I think it'll help also for those those listeners who aren't familiar with the fair. To go ahead and lay it out for them because you mentioned the grandstands and the ring and stuff. I mean, who, who wants to kind of decide about if, if you were looking down on this fair, what would people be seeing? You have, if you've ever looked at the Kentucky Derby, where there's that large lawn surrounded by a dirt track, that's right. kind of probably the best way that I could. Oh, with a large gazebo on steroids right in the middle of it. Right. Yes. And it's, so the the grandstands sat parallel with. With the ring. One yes. end of the ring. One end yeah. of the ring. And yeah. then, obviously, you walked around the ring, and there would be various vendors. vendors. Food, Mostly foods. Food, yeah. Foods. But on one end of the fair were the rides and right. games. The other end were the barns and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. just so Tractor you... Tractor pull yeah, area. So, you can get a visual of this. The grandstands, right. the ring is, is definitely the center of... We, we can't... Bring up the tractor pulls without my major embarrassment. Um, yeah, good gosh, why is have this we, always about me? Have being we embarrassed? exhausted the parade before well, we get to the tractor pulls? Well, no, no, no. We could go on with the parade, but it just remind me to come back to the tractor pull. Will do. Okay, so the bands would would play, and like I said, at one point in time, they would actually choose a best band, quote unquote. Uh, that went away by the time we came through, uh, but it was still a big deal. To hear everyone cheering and who got the loudest cheers and again scheduling wise that was the highlight yeah as, right as far as was that the, the same went. was that the same night as the cheerleading competition and things at one point in time it was point. okay at one point in time it was the parade and then they had the king and queen then they had the cheerleading competition that was a pretty full and the super cheer what the the uh school spirit contest yeah. and they would was- award a spirit award to the school that quote unquote showed was the loudest and the rowdiest was it a spirit stick actually i believe it was i think it was i remember a spirit stick being passed around for something or another but i don't but again i think that had kind of gone away by the time we got there well we there was a dark incident if if we were doing a documentary this is the (laughs) this was the incident and then tragedy struck so this is what ended the super cheer i was there once again i'm always in the middle of it but and uh, by the way you're never instigating you're just watching i'm like forrest gump of the fair you know (laughs) incidents i was just always in the periphery but um there was an incident and by the way i have many friends at mount oreb and western brown grads love you guys but it was some western brown kid that threw a half of a cinder block into the middle of the eastern section and it it missed but it hit the metal um the the bleachers that you sat on with a tremendous clang and it took out like it bent the back and there was damage so somebody tossed a cinder block into the section it didn't hurt anybody but that was the last year 
it ended after that. And you there. and you were there. I was there. Did you almost get hit with the block? That's it crazy. was about fifteen feet away from. Now I'm not going to say it on air, but I could tell you the five people it was closest to off air. <laughs> yes. No, I hadn't heard that. That's that seems pretty uh, dumb. Why somebody would do that? Just to be honest with you, it and like you said, the the boom, the sound of it, and oh, those because everything magnified off that you know am, amplified off those grandstands when they would have to discipline the children not to do the fun snaps um, during the horse show. It's like, please stop the fun snaps. You're scaring the horses scaring and the causing horses. injury. Now, Just for my children for that. Yes. Now, that, that's a side note, and this was when we were very young, Todd. I don't even know if you remember this part, but the grandstands used to be wood, and they burned down. Oh, that was a tragedy. I, vaguely. I don't know that I remember using the grandstands when they were wood, but I remember hearing about that. Yeah, I think right we were about, about time, six. Right about time the courthouse burned down, there was a mm. series of arson incidents in georgetown in the area now was the wooden grandstands was it arson or was it like a lightning strike or something mm, i i, I don't remember heard it was arson, but again really? that could be a yeah we, urban legend i don't know this might be a topic we want to stay away from fellas yeah we, we don't need to wake up with a horse head in our bed <laughs> no right. no we don't hey, if it were fair be. it would be a sheep head or sheep something head. Though, yeah sheep head and uh it's and jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself we didn't <laughs> Uh, somebody we messed with the wrong grandstand people and when i say sheephead i don't mean the fish i think there's a fish called a sheephead yes it's I a carp a, yes i mean an actual sheep you, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. anything so, else about the parade Eric? Go no, I, mean, no, I think we've exhausted the parade yeah. now you wanted to say something about the tractor pulls yeah the and it, it was a big deal um okay i i grew up in brown county but let's face it i'm pretty suburban um i you know tractor pulls are not your forte uh, they were not my forte and what's so embarrassing and by the way one of my uh one of my co-workers is a professional tractor pull puller girl she's tractor quite good at it and pull-ess. yes <laughs> but um i didn't know okay i thought the tractor pulls was like a tug of war where there was two <laughs> tractors attached to each other and the tractors would like tug in opposite directions, and the strongest tractor would win. You're you're, and, you're truly suburban. And it, I, it's I was. A, a, it's called a tractor pull, not a tractor tug. Because the other tractor was pulling the other tractor, because it was the superior strength tractor. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, I, get, and, I can see that. And I remember the first time, I guys, I was in my twenties when I went to my first tractor pull, and I'm like. Were you, oh. Now wait a minute. Were you, you were you still under the impression uh, until your twenties that the tractors were just playing tug of war? I, I did not know this about you. You must you must expound upon this. And by the look on your face, I'm thinking that is the case. I plead the fifth. <laughs> what? I'm still. What made What made you go with the fact that it was it, they were two tractors pulling? Like, well, I could see you thinking maybe since this is a fair, maybe some sort of strongman contest where like somebody yeah, yeah. somebody puts a chain on themselves and a tractor and yeah. tries to pull it or yeah. And I thought it was like I said, you know, that because. Because it was explained to me, it's like you know the bigger engine that the tractor pulls, and I didn't know that they were pulling weight. I thought they were you know competing against each other, probably because I was a wrestling fan. <laughs> it, it was probably like two behemoth, you know, machines. I think competing. What shocks me the I can see that I'm I'm on your side here, but I think what shocks me the most is that you somehow managed for 20 years to not go back. living where you lived. What? But I mean, being at the fair. Would you say you were at the fair most days back then? Back, yeah, 
but it, I never but went back never there. venturing back to the back to see what all the noise and fuss and smoke and that's not where the girls were. Your, yeah, people could see your face, right? Well, I never went back there. Like, like it was some <laughs> I never went back here. Awful place <laughs> yeah. to go. Never no, went back I, amongst no. the backer spit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had I, morals. Yeah, well, no, I, I just never had the case. I mean, you did. Uh, we didn't go as a group. We did say, hey, let's go to the fair and no, go to the but I knew pools. what was going on back there as far as the main event. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, obviously can't speak to everything that was going on back there, but I think I knew what the main event was yeah, all about. By the way, back to what I said earlier, track, tractor pools were perfect, a perfect opportunity to sit with your significant other and hold hands, maybe throw a smooch or two out there because everybody's looking at the tractors pulling. <laughs> Nobody's paying attention to you. Um, th- we're gonna keep it PG. Th- oh no, what this isn't even. This is purely PG. But the first tractor pull I went to, a Eastern alumnus who was a couple years older. It was also the first time I ever saw a Jello shot. They had a uh, they had it like a cooler full of Jello shots. They were passing around the crowd. So not only. Did I find out the truth about tractor pulls, which I had to keep to myself because I didn't want to embarrass myself in front of everybody? It's like, oh, this is what it's about. And then they were also passing around jello shots. So, so we're keeping count now. The uh, the sneeze, the definition of a track, things have been outed in this show. Yes. What was yeah. the other thing? The there was something else. I can't remember. I yes. can't remember either. But. I died the harumph, the bullhum sneeze. <laughs> the bullhum sneeze. The, yeah, there's all kinds of, you know, you miss an episode, you miss a lot. And I, I, never, I thought I knew you well. I never knew this about you, that you... I'd never heard of a jello shot until, I don't know, eight years ago or something. Yeah. Uh, and I would not equate jello shots with tractor pulls. No, no. <laughs> well, I, I mean... It's, uh, it, it's hard not to get your, your dip in your jello cup. <laughs> <laughs> dip. 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 D-I-P. Hey, true story. Speaking and, of and dip. For those of you that chew tobacco out there, I dipped for about 16 years, so I'm not making fun of you. I was I was one of you. But uh, yeah, it's like... The mechanics don't work. The, they don't, yes. Oh, Eric, you would have been, and you might remember this, speaking of dipping, you talk about grooming them early. I have a very distinct memory. In seventh grade, there was this new thing that we... The, the, this new product and they passed it out to us it's like oh what's this it's wintergreen and they look like little tea bags well we now know them as <laughs> skull bandits oh, yeah. and um we didn't know really that it was tobacco and i was we were given little sample packs of it now now mind you let's qualify this this happened at the tobacco festival also which was a month before the fair where they actually gave out samples of tobacco to anybody that asked, basically, yeah. as long oh, as you yeah. didn't look You didn't too... even have to be a teenager, really. Yeah. I remember my first Skull Bandit. It's like a way of making fun of somebody. Like, I remember my first yeah. beer. I remember my first <laughs> Bandit. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was, and I remember the the girl that I was going to the fair with at that did time. Did she chew tobacco? She did not. She did not. In fact, she she threatened to not hang out with me. And it's like, she's like, throw that away, you'll get us in trouble. Like, and I'm like, I, what? what, is this real tobacco? Like, you know, it was a foreign concept. I it, I thought it was kind of like in the candy family. <laughs> well, I didn't and you know. found out very can, soon. You can wasn't. tell you're suburban because you say tobacco when you should be saying backy. Backy. Backer. Backer. <laughs> like that Chubby Checker song the, about does your grandma chaw tobacco. <laughs> well, we went off on two main tangents there. We probably could have said a lot more about the atmosphere of the fair, but our third topic 
I think needs the full 20 minutes. This may be a two or three parter. Uh, this could fair. be fair food. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair food. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, we're going to try to, uh, as we talk about fair food, we're going to try to get our foods into a, somewhat of a, a you have to try list yes. and things you maybe could not worry about for those of you that have never been to the fair. So that's one of the things we're going to try to do here. Now you could probably put them into Brown County specific foods and general fair, fair food. food. Starting off in a, I think everyone in our area thinks of fair food. They think of say it tender growing. <laughs> <laughs> yes in a manner of speaking yes pork tenderloins pork tenderloins made by the brown county pork producers i gotta ask who was the one that came up because those of you that do not know i i was much younger I'm, I'm six years younger than these guys but i was pretty young when we started hanging out and i just remember someone saying you're going to get a pork tender groin and <laughs> and i've been saying tender groin for 25 years now who was the one that came up with that I don't know, but I'm sure you found yourself in, like, much with my eighth-grade daughter, a Harish moment <laughs> where you've said it and not realized that you've yes, said it. Yeah. That's on episode five, I five, believe. Yeah. Yes, you could check so, that out. So so you have your, your son or daughter ever said, what did you say? <laughs> they, they probably are used to it. But you, you definitely have to try one. Uh, the line is usually pretty long, which that's a good sign that it's a – it's a it's worth a, it's you know, a fine food. food a worthwhile it, it, it's stop. tremendous it, it, it is the the best sandwich in the fair i think in my so the, humble opinion which is probably about as far back as you made it toward the tractor poles right because that's <laughs> well, pretty I, close I, back there we'll, we'll we'll just call it the the, the tenderloin wall <laughs> the, the that that was like the invisible you know i knew not to go into that zone you pass the tenderloin you wouldn't I, it's a brady free zone <laughs> what do you gentlemen like when you're tenderloin I'm You're a mustard. Ask, I'm, I'm going to have a boring answer. Mustard. mustard. Yes. Good God. Got to go mustard. <laughs> pickles. Pickles aren't bad. Yeah, pickles and mustard go yeah. hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be a boring answer. Uh, uh, Brady plain. plain as, yes. as with anything, and, and PJ agrees, because he's, as far as eating goes, the same as you in regard to condiments and such. Uh, he doesn't like any of that stuff. Hey, can we go? Brady, you could start your own booth there, the tender groin uh, handle <laughs> a tender groin handle handle booth <laughs> I just, I don't google that i would be afraid to google that um but um eric i had a distinct memory uh of like hey do you want to go get it uh, sorry let me back up we would reference looney tunes it's like hey eric do you want to go get some pork pork <laughs> Pork. Um, if you've ever seen the <laughs> Sylvester, yeah. yeah, Sylvester. I've had, I've had pork tenderloins at other places, and they don't hold up. I mean, it's it's not only is it it's a truly high quality pork yeah, tenderloin, I, and I was going to say, not only is it a fair Brown County Fair staple, I believe I would put that tenderloin sandwich up against. Uh, I think Gordon Ramsay and Guy Fieri could come in <laughs> and give their thumbs up to our pork tenderloins. Yes. <laughs> Now, I, I can't speak as to, I mean, I've been to the Highland County Fair somewhat often, uh, Adams County a few times, not very often, and I can't really speak as to their food in regard to anything like a signature food. like It's, the, it's not as it's memorable. pretty it's, generic and boothy, like the, you know, your typical 
fair. And speaking of the weather, F-A-R-E. you might have mentioned this earlier. I apologize if you did, but that's another thing to us. It just doesn't seem right to have a fair in the middle of the summer. When it's hot. Yeah, nobody wants to go be oh. sweaty messes yeah. during the fair. Oh, it's unpleasant. Um, yes, I've had to experience that a couple times with my uh, daughter's 4-H projects where she would go attend another fair during the summer. And it's hot, and it's... I always joke that it's typhoid written because there's animal <laughs> droppings and heat, and um, but I always make that joke. <laughs> I should, I probably shouldn't joke about such things now, but yeah, you know. Sorry, that once again reminds me of my dad. Uh, the uh, the places that have like the Dixie Stampede, like in yeah, like Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg yeah. And there's a few. There's a what's the one where it's nights, medieval medieval times. Yeah, you know, never could talk my dad into going to one of them because according to him. I'm not going to sit there and eat where horses are shitting right in front of me. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to enjoy your. Uh, they get it cleaned up pretty quick though. Those people are pretty spectacular. To be the horse pooper, the or the arena. Well, the, the arena people that come yeah. out and like they just you know they're like the sawdust. They're like the sawdust throwing on vomit in a school. They come out and just you know pick it up with a scoop and throw some new dirt down. Yeah, it's been been a few episodes since the last Chuck Griffin <laughs> yes. reference. Yes, but, it has been. So are we ready to say, that? I mean, the, the tender groin, are we, are we labeling it number one right off the bat? I, I think that you have to say that it, it is definitely number one, the, the, we, the tender we the ready to say it? Number, yeah. one. number one. So folks, you heard it there, number one on Brown County Fair Foods, the pork tender groin Yes, with mustard. With mustard and pickles. <laughs> Brady... <laughs> Doesn't agree. Yes. Eat the handle. That's the best part. <laughs> the handle yeah. is the best part. Uh, now, down from the tenderloin booth is the... Now, they, they have burgers, the beef producers. Now, it, to me, it's, a, again, a high-quality burger, not just... Because you can buy burgers in other areas of the fairgrounds, but not to that quality. Yes, so, it's, it's very fresh. Yes. Is it Angus? I was always troubled where they marketed a certain burger by the species of cow, like... Angus burgers as opposed to a Jersey burger or a well, Holstein burger. Different fish are marketed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, codfish. <laughs> Haddock. Fish. Fish. <laughs> Bass fish. Bass fish. Uh, Catfish fish. My friend Kirsten, if you're out there listening, uh, we when people say tuna fish or codfish, it just seems like redundant because is there going to be, you know. Because those are the only two that you say it with. Yes. Tuna fish and codfish. Yes. White fish. Say, white fish. White true. fish, true. Yes. You don't say, like, yeah. beef cow? Beef yeah. cow. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> the uh, the pork producers down downwind, downwind, down, down the way from yes. the beef producers who make a very fine burger. Yes, and they have, like, a tenderloin. Uh, what well, we can't call it a tender groin, but it is a beef tenderloin. Yes. Now, again, you can get toppings on your burger. You can get cheese obviously and the pickles and the onions and the mayonnaise ketchup all there at the uh, at the end of the line i was going to say that's that's how you know you're you're eating well is when you go through to get your your burger or your tender groin or your hot dog or whatever your whatever your sandwich is and at the end there's a table a glorious table of toppings a, a condiment a fixins, bar yes a fixins, yes, bar. fixins, fixins, fixins yes. bar sitting there with the you know fresh onion and tomato and catsup yeah we, we talked about burger chef i think burger chef had one of those back in the day you probably don't remember burger chef yeah i don't the so one that i would like to throw and you need this with the tenderloin and the burgers the fries fair oh. fries 
Absolutely. I would probably say Fair Fries is going to be a top three. It, everybody um, goes to the fries. And, and and you have... And that's not a Brown County specific. I, that's across the board. I think these same fry vendors... I think vendors. it is, too. I think it is. But you can, but you can never find them at... No restaurants have... No. I mean, there are fresh cut fries at restaurants, which is probably as close as you get. But you have two camps with Fair Fries. You have the vinegar camp. Communist. You have the vinegar camp. I'm married to a vinegar camp camper can't be are you a vinegar no, no no and you have the non-vinegar but what the hardest part about fair fries is where do you put your catsup exactly because you have two options you can either get a paper plate or something and then you got to sit there and eat them or you just put as much ketchup and you dig your hands and and seriously when you pull your hands out it looks like you've gotten them like you've been or you could be like me and just eat my french fries in bliss because i don't have to worry about anything oh, no you, you dip except the handles hands. <laughs> you've dipped your hands in the ketchup and the uh, you come out looking like you put your hands in a bowl of Wesson and ketchup mixed together. Oh, yes. Yeah, and so and even so, when you put the ketchup on... Florence got, Henderson would be proud. <laughs> you got to make a hole. you got to make a hole so it gets to the bottom fries. Because right. otherwise, you have like 19 fries with the ketchup and you eat those and then it's, and they're we dry. Can't, we can't have that. No. Can't so, have that, right. So what about amount of salt? I would say that the amount of salt that I would put on the fry. Now I don't know, but I, I would say sling blade of you there. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Didn't realize I was doing it until I thought it rumble in my yeah. chest. <laughs> and French fried taters with ketchup and salt. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but I would, uh, I, I would say my salt application back then would border on salty to. They would provide a cardiologist card with with my fries. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never been a big salter. If they have a lot of salt on them, I don't complain. I, yeah, but I don't. Yeah. I don't remember putting salt even on my fair fries. Not very much. But I, I do remember. I, I do remember like somebody messed with the salt shaker, and I ruined a thing of fries. They gave me another cup because somebody thought it'd be funny, and I went poof. It was a, <laughs> and it looked like a seed from Scarface, just a white pile of, you know. And uh, but but they felt bad for me and gave me a fresh cup of fries. Well, God bless those fry people. <laughs> yes. So fair fry is definitely in our top top three. Top, top three, three, I would say. I think we're going to start venturing off to like niche favorites. Um, and if I may, I I definitely it's my favorite thing besides the pork tenderloin. It's not even close. And there is a a, a bakery event like they do fresh baked confectionery things. You know. Um, you know, you could get brownies, you could get cookies, but what I get is the cinnamon rolls. I would buy four I've or five. I never had a fair cinnamon roll. You had never lived until you fought the swarm of bees to get your <laughs> cinnamon roll because because they're like everything is iced and you know there's turnovers and things like that. So there's always a swarm of bees and you fight through it to, to get your cinnamon roll prize and it's about the size of a manhole cover <laughs> and you get about three or four of them. You put some in the freezer cut them in halves and i'll jump through a flaming hoop for a good cinnamon roll it's one of my favorite things i thought you were going to go with because something i elephant ears yes that that's a that's a classic fair classic fair confectionery food can we lump some of the confectioneries together so you got to get the elephant ear the sugar the waffle. sugar waffle the there's another one what's the other one that's like a like an elephant ear mm, uh, uh funnel cakes funnel yes, cakes funnel there cake. we go. yeah yes and we could probably lump all those together. Try them all. Now, I'm not a big sugar waffle guy. Not, I don't. I don't like those as much as I like elephant ears. And yes, 
ice cream cones with a lot of sugar is what essentially they seem like to me. Right. But, and I'm not big. I, if I'm eating an ice cream cone, you know, I, I have to have some ice cream with it. I don't eat the cone by itself. I, I agree. And I would like to throw in where I felt like a learned individual for the first time is when I came home from college at Moorhead State. I transferred from Ohio State and I'd had zoology. And I was really proud of myself when I was like, hey, let's go get some um, pachyderm external auditory meatus. <laughs> and it was an elephant ear. Nice. Yes. Because I'd word. studied for it and I could work it into my. I'm a nice. fan of the fried veggies. Just in general, you just get a plate of fried veggies. Well, they all, I mean, who knows what they are under there? They're all fried shapes. Let, let, let's make a blanket statement here. You, you go into fried, and PJ wrote down something here that we were definitely going to get to, but the fair has taken frying different things to a new level. I would agree. Now, you talk about fried veggies, and any number of fried veggies you can find in, in one serving at one of those booths. And those are the original, I think, fried, because those have been around long yes. before any of the yes. things that you're... The fried veggies and pickles and things like that, but I know where you're headed with this. So, fried cauliflower, I remember seeing that. Yeah, and I guess that's the fried version of trying to be healthy i don't know but so uh and i can't exactly pinpoint it in my mind as to when this started happening i'm thinking uh, late 80s early 90s where they started frying things that were not ordinarily fryable in my mind oreos bananas Twinkies. Twinkies. Snickers bars. Yes. Uh, Red velvet cake. Uh, Nutter butters. Ooh. <laughs> I've, I've never had fried red velvet cake. That's my favorite cake. Yeah. Um. Uh, it, it was there because... Um, fried bananas. Yeah. I, I'm fried. sure if you go to the restroom, you could find the deep fried urinal pucks also <laughs> for the fair. I mean, I, I would say fair food, much along the lines of, as they said in... Uh, so I married an axe murderer. Like Scottish food is based upon a dare sometimes. <laughs> hey, look what I can fry up next. Yes. Well, uh, you have to also, and I think this goes to what you're saying, universal across fairs. You got to go home with a caramel apple, yes, a candy apple, a bag of cotton candy. And again, I'm not big on the apple. I love the taste. I hate the work involved. And the you, you're done and your whole head feels like it was just, I mean, your teeth hurt, your face hurts, your <laughs> eyes are twitching, you know. <laughs> It is a muscle-intensive oh, yes. snack. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, yeah, the work involved, uh, it makes me, th- of course, you can't get these at the fair, but like buffalo wings, there's too much work involved there yeah. for the for the outcome. No, um, go ahead. So we are we saying we have tender groin, fair fries, are we just going to say f- various fried goodness? I mean, as a third? Yes, yes. any deep-fried insert your thing of choice yeah yeah so that, there's your top three folks yeah now it started out with the oreos and kind of branched off to other things i think that's the way i remember yeah it yeah were, were oreos the first and they're the ones i remember thing. being first or like i said maybe a banana something along the lines of that now not 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 taking like elephant ears into account obviously those are fried but frying something else that is not fried by itself yes right or the oreos if you're a fair food maker if you're a fa- food vendor at the fair why can't we try some chocolate elephant ears that's just that's, that's a solid yeah. 
that would be a solid man. suggestion. Uh, am I misremembering this? It might not be the Brown County Fair, but didn't they have like chocolate syrup that you could put on it? No, funnel cakes funnel a lot cakes. of times have chocolate okay. syrup. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm always disappointed when you can't get something on the funnel cake. It's just the funnel cake itself. I like strawberries on my funnel cake. Maybe now, cherries, maybe chocolate. I'm fine with just the the sugar, just the powdered You're fine sugar. With that? Yeah, but I can see how you know I can see how it's a bit it's a bit naked without some sort of topping. It is one of the oddball things I remember at the fair having. It, it this wasn't always there, but I remember one year they had. I saw a person. You know how it is. You, somebody walks by with a food, and you're like, "What? I gotta find it." <laughs> so you you try to you know recalculate the path that they took, work right. backwards to where they came from, and it was a foot long looked like a foot long corn dog right which is what i thought it was at first and i thought i gotta get me one of those foot long corn i love a good corn dog come to find out it wasn't a corn dog at all it was the corn from a corn dog but it had cheese in it instead of (laughs) instead of a a, instead of a frank like a foot cheese it was like (laughs) (laughs) it was just exactly like a mozzarella stick or or a cheese stick but instead of it was, of course, it was a foot long, and it was corn the corn around like a corn dog. Around. And after they handed the cardiologist card to you for the salt on your French right. fries, they handed to that oh, person. Oh yeah, I mean it's thing. one of those. Yeah, even like when you're young and fit, it was like forehead sweating and <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, strings yeah. of cheese hanging off your bottom lip. Oh man, and just you can feel your breath picking up because you feel like you had an elephant sitting on your chest because you know. Yeah, at least you got the... to eat his ears. <laughs> Yes. 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 You know, there, there are a couple. As we get closer to the end, we probably all have some great memories about the fair, and we haven't really talked much about the games and, and things like that and the rides. But I think we all can re- can kind of agree that the rides back then and the soundtrack. They always played rock and soundtracks, and I, re- I was asking you guys. This was off. This was a few weeks back. Whatever year that appetite. For destruction came out. Guns and Roses, yes. 1988. I and I don't not I don't know who I was dating at the time. It wasn't actually it was 87, I think. 87, I believe. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. Celia. So if 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 I was dating you at the time and you're willing to admit it, um, probably <laughs> this, not. <laughs> but I remember that was. It, I don't know when that album came out, but it, it had to be new. Yeah. And those Nolan, uh, the Nolan crew, <laughs> you all know the Nolan, Nolan ride people, the, the Nolan the carnies, ride people. The they just blasted that thing. I mean, they I think they single handedly made that album huge for Guns N' Roses. Probably around the Himalaya Express. Oh yeah, welcome to the jungle. <laughs> as you're going around at a fast pace in a circle, <laughs> as your hips are dislocating against the hard edge of the ride. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this is the dis- worst part about the tilt world too. If you happen to get on the inside that got yeah. smashed, or the, even the scrambler, you could. Yeah, it was not fun to be crunch the, one. the small kid on the end. <laughs> Absolutely, and the bumper cars where there were always fourteen or fifteen broken cars over there, just causing havoc, mayhem. You know, mayhem over there. Um, the, the Viking ship. Oh yes, oh, yeah. that there was is, late. I was a little later. The Viking a little later. ship. You had the teacup things because I told you that's. I got, well, and you know, it's interesting. I always said those rides are for kids because yeah. they never bothered me growing up. I rode most all of them. Only had the one teacup incident, and I was like a junior in high school when that happened. But the year after I graduated, I met up with a friend to go. We we're like, we're going to go ride some fair rides, and we go there. And I like every ride that I could ride as a Ute was now making me sick. The swings. Did you say oh, Ute? Ute? Yes. Pod me, <laughs> and you always had the one guy that just beat the hell out of the punching bag over the arcade all day long. <laughs> so it took about five leaps into the punching bag. Well, and they had to spend always a shirtless. Bucks. Yeah, always shirtless. Um, bad tattoos. 
cigarette hanging off his lip. And he was gonna. And that punch. was just the guy working. The th- and that was just the guy working there. And he was punching that thing like it was his ex-wife's attorney, as hard as he could. Yeah. Nice Angry. visual there. Yeah. <laughs> two two more foods I do want to bring up as we run out of time, and I, I I do this because there's specific memories of mine. Plus, there's one, and I want to shout out. I don't. I doubt he even listens to us, but. Gordon Sinninger's favorite food at the fair is the wet burrito. I never had a wet burrito. I've always meant to try one because he always talked about how great. It's the very first thing he would go get every every fair time. I believe I've had a wet burrito. Is it just a burrito with thin stuff on the outside yeah. of it as well? Okay. Yeah, but that that was his favorite. Yeah. Is his what favorite. made it wet? It the, they put the toppings on. Sorry, yeah, the yeah, toppings okay. on the outside. Oh, okay. So it would just be like the beef or the chicken, yeah. and then they would slop all the other stuff on right. the outside. Right. You can you can get them at like Skyline and stuff. You can get. I can't remember what you order it, but they have their burritos. But then they have the burritos that have the chili on top. The chili and stuff on the top. Chili as well. on top. Okay. It has chili inside as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is doubled up. Yeah. Messy. Right. Then the other one is taffy. The taffy booth with any. Number of flavors of taffy, oh, yeah. which would explain why none of the Nolan guys had all their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> they were all stuck in the taffy. That is definitely a denture destroying venture. Um, <laughs> nice, nice, a denture, a denture venture. venture. I didn't even mean to do that. Um, yes, well, I did. We were anyway, out on our alliteration. That you know what's crazy though is the like with the taffy. There would be. It would be color-coded, but man, there was nothing worse when you thought you were biting into the strawberry or cherry taffy. It's like the jelly bean situation. And it was a flipping mint. Yeah. and <laughs> Mint taffy. A mint taffy, and it was yak-inducing. Yeah. It was just so disappointing. Agreed. <laughs> when I say I got a yak, I don't mean I have a hairy buffalo in my backyard. <laughs> oh, that hurt me. And with that. <laughs> and with that. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our episode on the Brown County Fair. And uh, I'm, again, I'm sure some of these stories can kind of jump the divide uh, to people who are not Brown County residents, but probably stories of your own fairs or festivals back home. And uh, again, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, once again, uh, feel free to leave us some comments on your fair experiences on our Facebook page. Play Please it by interact. Your, we want to hear your stories. Play it by your podcast. Search us out there. Uh, you can also find our podcast, anchor.fm, backslash play it by your podcast, along with Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, among many others. So, again, hope you enjoyed it uh, here in Episode 7. And with that, we will bid you goodbye. Peace out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Your Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook. Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear Podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.